0: you just heard right now is the sound of a supermassive black hole coming straight from uh, perseus galaxies this galaxy is around 240 million light years from earth so a lot of distance there and nasa recently sonified the data that they received from this galaxy and converted that into sound energy and for the first time you're hearing what black holes would probably sound like And obviously, like I would say always, never a mention of cosmos have ever been complete without the mention of a black hole. Because these are just so mysterious, so enthralling cosmic objects that you just have to talk about them. It's it's a crime to not talk about them, like 100%. So we'll just get into this, we'll talk about everything black holes, how we got to know about them, and how far we've come in the discovery of black holes so it's going to be a super fun episode and i just can't wait to get into it first thing first i'm so excited to announce that we got around 300 downloads on our first episode which is huge and i am so grateful for all this support which i didn't know that i'll get but don't forget to subscribe and let's just get into this so black holes have been around for some time and i think frankly speaking this is probably the first cosmic thing or cosmic object that every one of us knows ever since we are kids because it's it's kind of like a fascinating word to begin with like a black hole like all consuming black hole every kid knows about that but it's It's so insane to know that even though black holes and the knowledge of black holes is so ubiquitous, everybody knows about them, we as humanity don't know much about black holes. Black holes are still a mystery and maybe that's one of the reasons why it's sort of like a pop culture kind of thing. Like everybody has to know. So it was 1916 when Albert Einstein first basically alluded to the fact that we must have black holes in our galaxy. We must have this place where singularity is a thing and it is kind of like a highly dense object that consumes everything that's in its space it's sort of like a space vacuum and it was in 1964 when NASA discovered its very first black hole so NASA recorded this data of x-ray radiations coming from celestial objects these strange x-ray radiations like never seen before and John Wheeler two years later coined this whatever object that was emitting these uh, x-ray radiations so or were causing these x-ray radiations as black hole but it wasn't six years later in 1971 when uh, nasa determined that this radiation was coming from this bright blue star that was orbiting this very strange dark object and yet you get it that dark object was indeed a black hole and that's the first time in the recorded history we found the instance of a black hole now get this in 1916 Albert Einstein sort of hypothesized or theorized that we would have black holes, these vacuums in space, and it was in 1971 that this was proven to be true, that it is indeed a case that we do have black holes in this vast galaxy or cosmos in equator sense. Now what makes black holes so fascinating and at the same time so mysterious is the fact that Cosmos space is predominantly dark and black holes as the name suggests they are black so essentially black holes are invisible and if by any miracle you were space- say you were walking in space you would never know that there is a black hole around you unless you reach the event horizon and if you don't know about that it's the point of no return and at that time at that point you, you can't do anything about a black hole you will get engulfed by it you just don't stand a chance. None of us, nothing in this galaxy stands a chance against black hole, especially if it's a supermassive black hole, and they are just that great. But we'll get into all the intricacies about event horizon and the parts or the features of a black hole essentially. But this is. So how are black holes formed? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's kind of a very interesting process. Now we know that stars are constantly forming and they are constantly dying too and when stars die they either form a neutron star which is sort of like a dead body of a star. It's cold and it just floats in space, it does not emit that much of a light. And it's basically a dwarf dead-caused star that just floats in space unless it collides with another neutron and forms a neutron star collision. But if the size of a star is, say, more than three times than that of the Sun, then it doesn't form a neutron star. Instead, it forms a black hole and the size of it varies and varies with the size of the star that formed the black hole now if the size of a star is around three times the size of a sun or even more than that then it doesn't form a neutron body instead it forms a black hole now black hole could either be as small as a size of an atom which is called primordial black holes now These are quite literally the size of an atom, and they have a mass of a mountain. So a lot of mass there, a lot of gravity there, or they could be stellar black holes, which are slightly bigger, but not that big. And then we have supermassive black holes, which are huge. Sometimes they are even the size of galaxies. Now, the size of a black hole is largely dependent on the size of the dead star that formed the black hole or the amount of space bodies it consumed, because obviously as it consumes more light or more stuff more dust it increases in its mass the gravity increases and its size increases so even a black hole that started out as an as the size of an atom it could potentially become a stellar black hole and a supermassive black hole on the longer run and we discovered that almost all the largest galaxies in our universe has a supermassive black hole right into the center of it which is kind of a point of contention too because we don't really know where or how this was formed because a smaller black hole can't possibly be converted into a supermassive black hole in the time span if you are considering milky way because if i didn't mention before milky way also has a supermassive black hole right into the center of our galaxy it's called Sagittarius A and obviously we don't know its origin we don't know how it was formed it's more likely most likely that it was a very massive star that converted into a black hole so I mentioned before that black holes are kind of these vacuum cleaners of space and this is because they operate on this theory of singularity now if you don't know what singularity is singularity is basically a point in space where everything becomes one now the in- outside of hole, which we like to call event horizon that's something that we visualize that's something that we've observed but the inside we have no idea what goes on inside we have a bunch of theories that I will talk about later on but essentially all of our understanding of the inside of black hole is more so theory based and we believe that that's where the law of singularity exists that is that everything every single matter in space space and time becomes a single thing it just disintegrates into atoms and you for instance if you have a space ship travel into it, it would just disintegrate into atoms and you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to sort of separate one thing from another. It's just one thing all at once and all of it just in just adds on to multiplies to the cavity of this black hole and it just gets consumed into somewhere that we just cannot at this time comprehend. The outside of it, the event horizon, it plays a very strong role in what black and how black hole basically engulfs bodies around it like i mentioned before event horizon is kind of like a point of no return where once crossed nobody can come back from it but the thing is this doesn't only serve as a gateway to black hole it also serves as a sort of a force field a barrier so in case something some some object whose mass is not big enough it's not high enough to cross this field it would get pushed far away from the black hole instead of getting pushed in so essentially for a black hole consumption something has to have a high enough mass to even cross that barrier so it's kind of like a filtering process for black holes and we've also always heard about like people uh, hypothesizing what would happen to human beings if they fall into black hole, the answer is that they would never be able to fall into black holes because the event horizon would push them far away into the space opposite in the direction opposite from the direction of black holes, and they would never get to experience the singularity. Now there are some mysteries that are surrounding black holes and the major mystery and I think something that any curious mind would want to know is that we know that things get inside a black hole but do they ever come out of it and the answer to that is that we shall never know because everything that we know of inside a black hole it's all theoretical our, our knowledge of black hole is limited to the event horizon but there are suggestions that at the other end of the black hole there is a white hole which is which operates in the complete opposite fashion of that of a black hole everything gets outside it nothing gets inside it unlike the black hole and suppose you have a spaceship that entered a black hole it disintegrated into atomic particles and then when it reaches the white hole the other end of the black hole it comes out of it in in the same form in the same physical form as it was before it entered the black hole so basically it it disintegrated and it just joined back up which is kind of very mythical to begin with we don't have any evidence that that exists but this is what the einstein theory of relativity sort of suggested to and um, this is what we hypothesize but we don't know if that's that's actually what happens So black holes have been around for quite some time and it wasn't until 2019 which is basically 3 years from now that we were first able to visualize black holes for the first time ever and this this discovery was a breakthrough in the study of black holes for sure because it proved so many of our theories first of all the Einstein's theory of relativity was proven to be correct his his idea of black hole completely coincided with what black holes were like for real and in weird twist of events the interstellar movie's rendition of black hole was also remarkably correct which is quite insane they got it right the first time which is like kudos to them they did their research but if you've seen the picture which i'm pretty sure most of you have it was everybody was quite in on it you could see this round structure this round gaseous structure that is emitting light this is basically the glowing gas and it's it's basically moving by the speed of light and that's why you essentially get to visualize that and right into into the middle of it you see this shadowy structure which is essentially a black hole and we got a second picture of black hole in 2022 yes this year and this black hole was none other than Sagittarius a right in the middle of our very own galaxy. This black hole is more massive than the one that we visualized in 2019, the M87 one. This black hole is almost four million times of the mass of the sun, so a huge one at that. And we were able to get more detailed picture out of this one. We could make out the rings of the gaseous structure that just spins around this black hole at a remarkable speed. So we have two black holes, two different images, two different recordings, two different records so there's still to come there's still a lot of a lot of information to come in our study of black holes in our perception of black holes but right now it's basically just a start But hold on, the discovery into black holes does not end there and NASA is confident that in the years to come we will, our knowledge of black holes would be expanded exponentially, it will be supplemented with additional information and we have these two pictures so we will probably be getting data out of it for the years to come. But right now in our discovery of black holes, we are at an introductory stage and you have to realize black holes went from being a mythical creature to something that is very much real, very much concrete. And we are still long miles to go in understanding what black holes are and where they originated from, why they originated and how long their lifespan is. And if you're wondering that, oh my god, this supermassive black hole is right in the middle of our galaxy, would it ever consume Earth? The answer is no. I may have proclaimed that they are space vacuums, but they, they, they don't move from their positions. They are fixed point in time. And if something is close enough, if something is big enough and close enough to it, it would get sucked in. But we are nowhere near a black hole, so I think we are practically safe. But if you're also wondering... That do black holes die like everything else in the universe and the answer is yes there comes a time when black hole can no longer consume anything it's its gravity its mass is so huge that it's just impossible for it to consume anything so its size gradually shrinks it gets condensed down and at that point everything in its every matter every mass that it has consumed it's just too overfilming and then there is thrust of light and matter from it and that's the end of a black hole and i'm not sure that we've ever exp- we've ever recorded that event in our histories of space travel i'm pretty sure we have not otherwise i have i would have heard about that but that's basically what we ho- hypothesize the end of a black hole would be Okay, so with this i'll be saying goodbyes to black holes for this episode but but i would be talking about them probably for years to come because our our knowledge of black holes is so so little right now but it will get expanded hopefully in the years to come and i just cannot wait to get into that and with that i think it's time to say goodbye to black holes By the way, if I were you, I would be on a lookout for the next episode because it's going to be about this ongoing lunar mission, which is all the hype. Yes, hints, it's about Artemis and it's been called off for some time. So it's a new story in itself. So I think it will be super fascinating one and you'd want to stick around for that. But apart from that, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next time.